0: Use your promo code and you'll get my king size, only $39 a set, queens $35, full $29, and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98, or rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone: duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. My Towels solved the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind not dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone.
1: I'm Roger Stone, and yes, it's Monday, and you're back in the Stone Zone. Uh, I can't believe Monday rolled around so fast. It's been an extraordinarily uh, busy day. Uh, It's interesting to watch the writhing, the hysteria, the apoplexy of the Una Party, but particularly the Democrats uh, and their handmaidens in the fake news media as it becomes clearer and clearer to them. The American people want Donald Trump back in the White House uh, and they're tired of the chaos uh, represented by the Biden administration in both uh, domestic uh, and foreign affairs. uh, And they're particularly distrustful of the epic corruption of the Biden administration. Uh, Later on in this show, uh, Simona Mangianti Papadopoulos joins us with some shocking breaking news. Uh, from Ukraine. You remember Ukraine where Joe Biden bragged openly about withholding a billion dollars in U.S. funds from the Ukrainian government unless they fired the prosecutor investigating his son. See, that's the thing about uh, Alzheimer's patients. Often they blurt out the truth even when they don't mean to. So we're going to talk about that with Simona later in the show. But now I am joined uh, by uh, Kenny Cody. Uh, I'm the man who discovered Kenny Cody, to be absolutely clear. Uh, He is a conservative columnist who's had articles on websites like Human Events, the National Pulse, Newsmax, and Town Hall. I saw a terrific piece that he wrote previously. Uh, I invited him to come on The Stone Zone. Uh, Kenny joined us, and he was terrific, so terrific that Jack Posobiec said to me, I can't believe you scooped Kenny up before I did. But I'm proud now to represent, present to you uh, my good friend, uh, Kenny Cody. Kenny, thanks for joining us in the Stone Zone.
2: Great to be here, Mr. Stone. It's always an honor to join you, and uh, I will attribute you to discovering me and giving me a platform. You will always get that honor when anybody asks me.
1: Well, It is a very high honor. I want to point out that you are not just a conservative opinion journalist, but you also serve as chairman of the... I guess it's the Cock County Republican Party. You say that right? Yes. In yes, Tennessee. Yes. You're also the Southern Regional Director of Republicans for uh, National Renewal. Uh, and you're, you remain both a journalist a- and an activist. You know, uh, Kenny, some time ago, um, I spotted uh, Javier Malay. Uh, and I realized, that very much like Donald Trump, uh, that he is uh, the real deal. In other words, this guy is uh, unbossed and unbought. Uh, He is a he's an original free thinker who believes deeply, deeply in freedom. Uh, He understands economics Comes from an economic background. He understands that collectivism, socialism does not work, will not work uh, for Argentina any more than it will work for the United States. He realizes that his country is facing economic ruin. They have triple digit inflation. Uh, They're facing a massive recession. Uh, And half the country, if not more, is being plunged deeply into poverty. And the answer to these problems is not more socialism. Socialism is what got Argentina to where it is today. Uh, He was running against two established parties. Can you imagine that? Kind of a uniparty of Argentina, uh, where the Peronist movement, named after their former leader, Juan Perón, which kind of like today's Republican Party had, both left and right wings, establishment and more populist wings, has dominated their politics for over 40 years. So it was an uphill climb. He not only had to overcome uh, the government's candidate, but he had to overcome a second major party. Uh, And now this anarcho-capitalist, as he calls himself, this true believer in freedom, uh, has broken through. Uh, and captured the imagination not only Argentina also of the world in a way that was almost unimaginable. You wrote a great piece at Human Events about this. It was so good that President Trump himself retweeted it on True Social. Tell us your views on Argentine Superman Javier Malay.
2: Uh, Javier Millet, I think, was uh, reflective of similar to what Trumpism was in 2016. I think you just said it perfectly, Roger, when you said that he was fighting two parties in Argentina. That's the same thing that Donald Trump did in 2016. He was having to fight the establishment of the GOP in 2016, had to fight them in 2020, and while he was president from 2016 to 2020, and still is to this day in fighting for the party's nomination. And Javier Mille is doing the same thing in Argentina. You know, I see so many similarities. You, You have this person who is using the mainstream media in order to get his words out there, in order to get his campaign message out there, in the same way that when the media attacked Donald Trump in 2016, in 2020 and 2024, he has now weaponized that exposure that the mainstream media is giving him and using it to his advantage. You know, Brian used these, these terms of populism, nationalism, and like you said, that anarcho capitalist uh, mindset and ideology. He is embracing those labels. Those labels have been viewed negatively in the past, I'm, I'm sure certainly in Argentina and in the same way Trumpism was here in 2016, and it continues to be. But he has weaponized the hatred. And I think that's exactly what Trump. Trumpism, why Trumpism has went global is because you're seeing these politicians not really care what the mainstream media thinks, not really care what the establishment thinks. And this idea of anti-establishmentarianism that Javier Malay, Donald Trump, uh, Victor Orban and others have seen and utilized in countries such as Hungary, in Argentina and here in the United States, you're seeing that be very, very prevalent in American politics and global politics. And I think you're going to continue to see that increase. You know, Javier Milei, he has that unique hairdo. He has that sort of, he's like a magnet just for attention, for the way that he talks about economics, for the way he talks about abolishing federal departments. I mean, he he speaks about it with such a passion and such intelligence that it just, it gives me such a reminder of the way Trump was in 2016. I think we sort of saw more of a re-election Trump in 2020, but you now see the 2016 Donald Trump reemerge. And I think that's where I see the most similarities is the way that Trump is talking now about attacking the deep state, attacking the establishment in Washington, DC. You're seeing Javier Malay Kind of witnessed that and utilized that in his own country, and that's kind of the similarities that I've seen. And you know, Trumpism's impact on global politics is so reflective, it is so uh representative of the movement that is going on across not only the United States, not only Hungary, not only Argentina, but in every country, you're seeing this uprising of. We don't care what establishment politics is. We don't care who runs our country. We are, as the American people, as people of our country, are going to stand up and say we've had enough. We've had enough of establishment politics in general, and we're going to elect somebody who we feel is actually represents us. And that's what Javier Millet was. He wasn't an establishment pick. in the same way that Donald Trump wasn't the establishment's pick in 2016, 2020, and 2024, Javier Millet is not going to be for Argentina this year or any year coming.
1: Nixon once said to me that the only thing worse in politics than being wrong was being boring this is something that Malay and Trump have in common they understand that politics is entertainment uh, in Malay's case the guy shows up with a with a chainsaw talking about his plans to dismantle uh you know the, the enormous uh, federal government of Argentina he shows up in a superhero's costume uh, his his dog is named Milton Friedman uh, he's got these uh, these Elvis-type, uh, you know, uh, uh, sideburns uh, and and this wild hairdo. This is not a confection like Trump. This guy is genuine. In other words, that's that's the real Malay. But he understands that the voters can spot authenticity, and the voters can also spot a phony when they see them. Uh, it, it is interesting to me. Let me read from your piece the part I particularly liked. Kenny wrote for human events. Trumpism is not just an ideology but a strategy. It is a combination of populism through a political identity centering around practical conservatism meshed with appropriate social and cultural battles. The approaches of Trumpism are combined around prioritizing the country's need before all instead of aid or reliance as well as mounting economic and foreign policy unlike anything the United States or other countries had previously witnessed. Anti-interventionism, not not isolationism, anti-interventionism in foreign policy, economic nationalism, and a common sense-based reaction in policy to cultural Marxism in the schools and the media industry have made rounds throughout the United States and the rest of the world on being unabashedly patriotic and unafraid to challenge the establishment status quo of politics. Kenny, as one of the founding fathers of the America First movement, That is one of the best best summations of Trumpism and therefore Malayism, if you will, uh, for his country that I have ever read.
2: Thank you so much, Mr. Stone. That's complete honor. Uh, You know, when I I think about the piece, I think of the young conservative that Donald Trump inspired. You know, today I saw Ann Coulter tweet about how the same people that supported Trump in 2015 no longer support him. And that couldn't be any farther from the truth. In 2015, Donald Trump came to Knoxville, Tennessee. My... I wouldn't say my hometown. I was technically born in Knoxville, even though I was raised here in Cock County. I was born in a hospital in Knoxville and attended the University of Tennessee there. And Donald Trump came to my birth my, my birth town, my birth city. And he w- got in an empty parking lot in Knoxville. I can't even remember what it was really called. I just knew Donald Trump was coming to town. And I, I stood in line for three hours to watch that man speak. He is the inspiration to my politics. He is the inspiration to so many young conservatives that embrace populism, embrace nationalism, and embrace patriotism. That's what the America First movement is and always has been almost for the last 10 years. And to see Javier Malay and others across the globe embrace this idea of Trumpism, embrace this idea of populism, nationalism, it's just patriotism. Putting your country first is not this sort of racist or bigoted ideology like, they've, like the mainstream media has tried to make it in Argentina, in Hungary, in America. They're trying to have this ideology be demonized, but it's just inspirational. It inspired conservatives like me. And and i'm not saying that i'm you know some successful columnist or some successful activist but the reason that i'm the youngest chairman of cotcan republican party history the reason that i'm having columns published in these organizations and going to get it, going to get on your show and which which you've been a, 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 a idol for me since i was a little kid um, to be able to do these things that I've been able to do is because of Republicans like Donald Trump. It isn't the Paul Ryan's. It isn't the Mitt Romney's. It isn't the Mitch McConnell's of the world. It's people and individuals such as Donald Trump who have inspired this movement that have inspired the turn and the change of Republican politics forever. It will never change back and we will never go back to push our politics. We won't, we won't even ever really go back to Reaganism. We're never. We're not even at that point. We're seeing Reaganism be adopted to this populist nationalist mindset that it currently has with Trumpism. It is a better better version. And I think that now that we have this exposure of this ideology going global, we're now never going to go back to the old establishment politics. Because of Donald Trump, I'm here. Because of Donald Trump, politics is where it is. It's the reason that Javier Malay, Victor Orban, and others are succeeding in their countries is because of Donald Trump and the ideology that he's inspired throughout the globe, throughout our country, and throughout even local politics. It is becoming a very prevalent mindset and a very prevalent ideology, and it inspires people. It inspires young conservatives. You're seeing Trump poll well and better with conservatives. Well, pull better as a conservative than you ever have in American history. He is Polling in the 30s and the 40s, and depending on the state from 18 to 25, that's never been done before because Republican and conservatism is boring. It always has been boring. We are the bankers of politics or we are good with money. It's all we've ever been viewed as. But now we're attacking these cultural battles in the same way that we are attacking the establishment. That is what is inspiring young conservatives to rise up and be active like I have been since 2015.
1: You know, Kenny, you raised the question of uh, Ann Coulter. I don't know what's happened to Ann Coulter. You know, she wrote a dust cover note from my great book, The Clintons War on Women. But then I see this person who claims to be Ann Coulter, but she's either had so much plastic surgery she's unrecognizable, or perhaps it's not really Ann Coulter. I'm not really sure. I do know that she's harassed a number of my friends in New York about why they're still friends with me. I'm not sure what the problem is, other than the fact that I still support Donald Trump, and evidently she does not. I'm not sure why she has to be so nasty about this, but that's the way it is. Kenny, uh, let's get into some politics here, because I know you're like me—you're a political junkie. I absolutely guarantee you, you were tuned in to the debate between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, and uh, uh, and Governor Gavin Newsom. Now, to me. Uh, The purpose of this debate seems a little unclear. Uh, I guess Gavin Newsom, a man with very little to lose, was advertising his availability uh, in case the Democratic Party chieftains want to dump Joe Biden, who, let's face it, is smelling more and more like a loser every single day. Uh, But for Ron DeSantis, this was a make or break moment. Uh, He's got a campaign that's so far been a dumpster fire. Uh, They have pissed away millions and millions and millions of dollars. And have nothing to show for it uh, they actually defrauded a number of donors in florida who thought they were giving money to the governor's reelection, gave to a pact a state pack, that then transferred their money to a super pact that is uh the purposes of which is to elect on uh, uh to elect ron desantis president i think that's fraud to be honest with you uh right. and then right. in the debate itself kind of reminded me of the 1960 presidential debate The most famous debate in American political history in which Richard Nixon, my mentor, thought that substance and what you actually said was more important than how you looked. But John Kennedy understood that how you looked and how you comported yourself was every bit as important as what you said. In fact, it might even be more important. So scoring this, if I'm forced to score it, I guess I would say that on style, Gavin Newsom won, Uh, perhaps on substance. Governor DeSantis had the advantage. Be hard to, not to because let's face it, the economy and the living situation uh in in uh California is a is a relative basket case. But uh we got about two minutes here before we have to go to break. Kenny, what did you think of the debate?
2: Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree with you, Mr. Stone. I mean, if you put the two resumes up against each other about who does who's done a better job as governor, I mean, I would have to give the win to to governor deSantis, but the thing about it is is like you just said about Nixon and Kennedy, you know the the phrase is always that Nixon wanted on the radio and Kennedy wanted on the television, right? I mean, it, it's it's just true. He, Gavin Newsom looked more natural. He looked better. He looked more confident. Ronald St. DeSantis is not only you know not not the best America First candidate ever, but he's just awkward. I mean, just his speaking style. He's he wasn't a good debater when he debated Andrew Gillum in, in, in two thousand and eighteen when he was running for governor. He hasn't stood out in the GOP debates, and I don't know what he was thinking. But maybe he made the decision before the GOP debate and uh, primary debate started. But him to have the confidence to go in this Gavin Newsom, who I've always at least admired someone as a good communicator. He's a horrible governor. And he's a communist, but he's at least somewhat of a decent communicator. He has to wine and dine with celebrities all the time in California. So, you know, you know he knows how to communicate. But the sanctimonious was just so unnatural. I mean, I mean, like uh, holding up that the, the feces chart in San Francisco, like I said, is it's a good substance point. It's a good policy point, but just the awkwardness of the delivery was just is just so noticeable. And I mean, I guess it, you know, when you're on a DeSantis and it gets newsome, I mean, I hope you guessed that DeSantis does well, but he's just so unnatural and so unappealing. It's no wonder he's down by 60 points in a primary poll or 60 points in the primary in general because he's just so unnatural. So I give I guess I give DeSantis a D minus a D minus and then Newsom an F, but I think that Newsom was very much more natural on the television. I think Newsom won on Fox News, but I guess if it was you listened to it on a podcast, I guess DeSantis would win just on listening wise. It'd be the same thing with F. Kennedy and Nixon, like you said. Um, but I think it was an embarrassing moment. I I think it was just a, a Hail Mary at the at the end of a ball game and it it, it got intercepted because it, it's it's not going to do anything for, for sanctimonious in the least bit.
1: Excellent sports medicine there. I think you're absolutely right. So I would say that, uh, again, Gavin Newsom won on style, maybe a Governor DeSantis won on substance. Uh, there's acrimony after the debate about the use of those visual aids, boot map, and so on. I'm Roger Stone. This is the Stone Zone. I'm here with Kenny Cody, and we will be right back.
0: Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98 it's our biggest christmas sale ever get all your shopping done now while quantities last hello i'm mike lindell and i'm excited to announce my new product my coffee i get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform mystore.com and when i tried my coffee for the first time i was blown away it is the best coffee i've ever had in my life i spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code and you'll get your very own my coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste. Some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean. Plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So, go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. Uh, and there you have it, folks. Uh, special right now at
1: mypillow.com. Free shipping on all of your Christmas orders. And Mike Lindell has extended his money-back guarantee uh, to March. So uh, we ask you fervently to do all your Christmas shopping at uh, MyPillow.com, and when you go there, please use promo code STONE. Again, free shipping extended right up until December 15th. So uh, whether it is the MyPillow dog beds uh, or the pet blankets or the all-season slippers, uh, the famous MyPillow 2.0, a pillow with the built-in cooling system, uh, the throw blankets, the waffle blankets, uh, the scarves, uh, the, the Giza dream sheets, uh, the special towel uh, deal that Mike Lindell has spoken of. Uh, these are all great values, uh, and you can be confident that you're not spending your Christmas budget with multinational corporations that actually hate your guts. Uh, You are helping uh, America's number one patriot, America's number one free speech advocate, America's number one uh, election integrity advocate, a man who's put it all on the line for this movement. I read a number of stories this weekend that Mike Lindell is uh, having financial issues because of the massive legal fees that he is forced to pay to defend himself. I have been in that position, folks, and I can tell you Mike Lindell deserves your support, but he's not asking for a contribution, and either am I. We're asking you to go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONE. That way you can help Mike Lindell and the Stone family all at the same time, and you get free shipping and a money-back guarantee through March. Please go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONE. Uh, we t- return now to uh, our programming uh, with Kenny Cody. Kenny is the Cock County Republican chairman in Tennessee. He's also a conservative columnist. And yes, I'm taking full credit for discovering him. Uh, he is a potential superstar. When I listen to Kenny, I, I'm reminded of a young Roger Stone. That's how good you are, Kenny.
2: I really appreciate that, Mr. Stone. I, I, I may use that quote, I hope you don't mind. I may use that quote in promoting myself to, to uh, on, on a national platform, because that's, that, that's a complete honor for you to say that. Thank you so much. You're, you've been an inspiration to me since, I, like I said, since I was in college and since I was a teenager. So it's a, it's a complete honor to be on your show and to call you a friend. Uh,
1: I appreciate that very much. Kenny, what do you make of this uh, mounting hysteria on the American left, uh, in which uh, we now have a decided strategy of warning people that donald trump is going to do to the country precisely what they themselves are doing today they're saying that trump will will go after his political enemies and try to jail them hmm. isn't that what they're doing today that trump will use law enforcement and the military to uh, shut down and arrest those who protest that sounds very familiar uh, they say that trump is going to set up concentration camps no what trump says is we're going to deport the 10 million people who are here illegally Something that uh, President Dwight Eisenhower deported 1.3 million people, can be done, should be done, must be done. Uh, the constant references to Hitler, this is getting really old. Here, Here's something I learned a long time ago in politics. When your opponent brings up the H word, it means they're losing or that they've lost. Uh, what do you think of all this?
2: I mean, I, I think it's the same thing they've been trying since 2016, that he is just this some authoritarian that's going to come in and just wreak havoc. I mean, but there's a lot of things that, I mean, I, ho- I hope he comes in and wreaks havoc on. I mean, the federal departments, I think they should be gutted. I think the FBI, the CIA, the ATF, and multiple different departments in the United States government should be gutted. I think that's what Trump refers to when he talks about going after his enemies. I don't think anybody in the government should be going after anybody that is also in the same government. So that's just anti-corruption legislation that's just anti-corruption, uh, political moves. I think that that's the natural and the, uh, Probably the thing that should be done the most is gut people in the federal government that is trying to attack private citizens and trying to go after political opponents. I think that's exactly what should be done. If somebody is biased enough in the government to use their power in order to go after private citizens or go after anybody else in government because of their political beliefs or their approaches, they should be fired. They should be investigated for criminal charges. Um, nobody should be using their power to go after any private citizen or anybody because of their political beliefs. Um we're talking about deportation being this sort of fascist mindset. I've never really understood that either. Uh, they are illegal. I don't know if people know what the term "illegal" means, but it means against the law, and they're not here legally, so they probably should be deported. Um, I mean, we're, we're seeing an uprising in these sort of a, a, you know anti-Semitic beliefs. We're seeing an uprising in you know these anti-American beliefs, anti-republicanism, anti-conservatives. I mean, we're seeing these ideologies be sustained by the American left, and I think they're scared that they're going to lose their voters because they're trying to get them all to register to vote for Democrats. They're not necessarily saying that you know. If this that they don't support them or anything else, but they're saying that we're going to lose our voters if we allow deportation to happen because they're trying to register them illegally in states to vote for Democrats. That's the only reason why they're scared of that. Um, but I mean, this entire ideology of like saying that we're going to put, put them in a concentration camp and we're trying to you know, go after political opponents Okay, for one, the attacks are sustained. It's exactly what they've done to Donald Trump. It's exactly what they've done to Republicans to, to January 6th prisoners. They're bit, digging them under the jail quite literally, and they're getting tr- treated worse than any murderer, any uh, assaulter, any rapist, anybody who has assaulted anybody. I mean, we, we, these are nonviolent protesters that are being treated worse than any other criminal in our country. And God forbid Donald Trump go out and say, hey – These people are getting treated wrong. And if they've been treated treated unfairly by the government, those people in the government should probably be punished. Like, how is that a controversial opinion? If there are little political prisoners in our own country that's supposed to be free, we're supposed to embrace the ideologies of freedom, liberty, um, this idea of being able to freely express yourselves. And these these peaceful protesters that are at the Capitol on January 6th are being treated worse than animals. So I respect Donald Trump getting out and coming out in front saying, yes, I am going to go after these people who have attacked Americans who have attacked people of similar uh, uh, the conservative ideology the republicans the conservatives that believe in individual liberty they believe in freedom I'm going to go after people who are going after my people. I'm going people going after people that are being unfairly abused by a federal government that hates them. They hate us. They hate me and you, Roger. They hate anybody who tunes into this show. They hate anybody who watches Fox, Newsmax, OAN, or anything else. And Trump is saying, I'm not going to let that abuse happen anymore. How that is this ideology of authoritarianism? I'll never really know. The thing that Donald Trump is fighting is authoritarianism. This is the same man that allowed states to make their own decisions about COVID. This is the same man who is has literally advocated for gutting the ATF, the FBI, the CIA. This man has been more anti-establishment when it comes to the federal government than any president of the modern 20th or 21st century. And they're trying to call him a fascist and trying to call him Hitler. Like you just said, when that comparison is made, people automatically lose their argument because they know it's nonsense. And Donald Trump is not an authoritarian. He is not a fascist. He is the one that is, continues to inspire the fight against fascism, the fight against authoritarianism. They just hated the people he is fighting for are the people that they want to abuse the most. That is the only reason that he is that he is viewed as this fascist authoritarian is because the actual fascists and the actual authoritarians can no longer unfairly treat Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, and independents the way they have this year in 2023, into 2020, 2016, or even backwards or forwards. They want to continue to abuse Americans and they want to continue to abuse of conservatives. And Donald Trump is the one that is fighting against that. That is why they're calling him an authoritarian fascist. He's the one that's actually fighting
1: them. Yeah, I think there's a certain irony here that the people who are illegally surveilling literally hundreds of thousands of Americans without warrants, the people who are driving uh, for censorship, uh, I found out this weekend uh, that not, the, not is there just one fake Facebook uh, profile for Roger Stone, who, folks, is not me. I was banned for life on Facebook uh, back in uh, 2021. Uh, But there are multiple people on Facebook pretending to be me. uh, I'm also banned on YouTube. Now I find out that there's somebody who has an official Roger Stone. That's, I think, the actual name. It's a verified account on YouTube. Folks, neither one of these are me. I'm not on either one of those platforms. But if I tried to go on those platforms as myself, I would be uh, immediately censored and and canceled. Uh, It is really quite incredible. All right. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Kenny Cody, a great American, a conservative columnist who's written for a Pulse, the National Pulse, Newsmax, Town Hall, and has a great piece at human events. I urge you to check it out uh, on my good friend Javier Malay and the revolution that he's leading in Argentina. Kenny, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Stone Zone.
2: Thank you so much for Mr. Stone. I look forward to coming back on soon. And God bless you, brother. I, I appreciate the friendship and I appreciate you having me give me the platform.
1: Many thanks. Folks, if you're looking for the absolute best possible Christmas present for someone in your family, someone who likes politics and history, let me recommend The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. Now, this is uh, my shocking New York Times best selling book. Uh, and uh, it is uh, where I use eyewitness evidence, fingerprint evidence, uh, and deep Texas politics to make the case that Lyndon Baines Johnson is the man who had the motive, means and opportunity to kill John F. Kennedy. And indeed, he was the head of a conspiracy to do so. To get this great book uh, without going to Amazon or Barnes or Noble, but to get actually a signed copy, uh, you can go to TheManWhoKilledKennedy.com. TheManWhoKilledKennedy.com. So if you love history and politics and a murder mystery, Check out my book, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. Get a signed copy by going to themanwhokilledkennedy.com now, and we will get it to you in time for Christmas. Let me urge you to do that. Okay. Joining me now, Simona Mangianti Papadopoulos, uh, a woman who is as brilliant as she is beautiful, joins us now in the Stone Zone. Simona, welcome to the Stone Zone.
3: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to join your show. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Where are you dialing in from? I'm just curious what beautiful place you're in today.
3: Well, I am uh, Italian origin, though uh, America portrayed me widely as a Russian agent, of course. And uh, I am in Beverly Hills right now. I'm connecting from uh, our, uh, uh, we live in uh, Los Angeles in Beverly Hills.
1: So we have two things in common, Uh, one, We're both Italians, uh, secondarily, because Stone, you know, is a name plucked out of thin air by a clerk at uh, Ellis Island. My real family name is Corvo. My people are from the town of Corvo in Sicily. Uh, And the other thing we have in common is we've both been falsely accused of being Russian agents. That's not true either. Uh, But you have brought to my attention today a great story uh, that goes back to the original controversy Uh, under which President Donald Trump actually had to face impeachment charges uh, when uh, Joe Biden openly bragged about withholding a billion dollars in U.S. aid from the government of Ukraine, unless the president of Ukraine fired a prosecutor who was, yes, investigating Hunter Biden's involvement uh, with a Ukrainian energy company. Uh, Tell us about this.
3: Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, thanks again for having me. I had a chance and a a privilege to dig into this information uh, during my work in Ukraine for a documentary film entitled The Everlasting Present, in which uh, we uh, uh, overlook at uh, the history of modern Ukraine, and uh, actually in particular to those critical years, 2014-2016, in which Biden was overtly present into interfering in the management of Ukrainian governments. For one simple reason, reason, and it's called uh, his son's involvement into Burisma. Burisma is this offshore company, uh, gas company, uh, where magically Hunter Biden, without any expertise whatsoever, was appointed in the board of supervisors for uh, a pay of $80,000 a a month. And that's what is uh, uh, available to know, but could be even more. And uh, during the time uh, that uh, Shovich, the general prosecutor, started an investigation in Burisma, this company, overall, to uh, actually inquire on the lawfulness of its activity. Uh, here we have Joe Biden intervening uh, into and trying to interfere in uh, uh, the government, Ukrainian government, actually bribing uh, Poroshenko, uh, the at the time the president of Ukraine, uh, with the money of American taxpayers. Why American taxpayers' money are involved? Because he threatened to withhold one billion of dollars that was uh, destined to Ukraine uh, by the US government in case uh, Poroshenko wouldn't fire Shovich uh, Shovich Shovic was the general prosecutor looking into Burisma and looking into Joe Biden. At the time, uh, eminent lawyer Rudy Giuliani looked into this uh, information. Trump was impeached accused of being impeached, to actually dig into Biden corruption in Ukraine. But as we have seen in the United States of America right now, uh, we are investigating whoever uh, look into the wrongdoing and not into the facts that are exposed. And this is absolutely disturbing.
1: Uh, It's very, very interesting because it now looks to me like the entire Ukrainian impeachment narrative as cobbled together by Adam Schiff and other bad guys was actually designed for two things. One, to try to eliminate Donald Trump as president, but secondarily, to cover up this trail of misdeeds uh, by Joe Biden. It's actually kind of shocking. Uh, Biden, like many uh, uh, Alzheimer's patients, just blurts out the actual truth that he basically tried to blackmail President Petro Poroshenko to fire the prosecutor, Victor Shokin. Now, uh, additional information has come to the fore uh, regarding a former Ukrainian uh, Member of Parliament, uh, uh, Andriy Der- Derkach. I think Der-Koch. I'm going to spell that, uh, as a whistleblower. Tell us about who he is and how he fits into this.
3: Well, Andriy Derkach uh, is a, a parliamentarian with extensive political career in Ukraine who had the uh, uh, the chance to interview in the context of this uh, political documentary, The Everlasting Present Again, and is a key witness of uh, the entire uh, exposure of Biden corruption in Ukraine in a way that he basically leaked, uh, among other piece of evidence, the telephone call uh, conversation between Poroshenko and Joe Biden, in which uh, there is uh, not only uh, palpable evidence which has also been verified to be authentic of Joe Biden uh, openly asking uh, Poroshenko to fire Shovich, the general prosecutor looking to Burisma. But also uh, we have more. Uh, the President Poroshenko is basically overtly saying that despite there is no evidence of corruption of the general prosecutor in charge, he will do it to accommodate Joe Biden's request and to get this $1 billion that Joe Biden was threatening to withheld from the American government. So we have a palpable evidence of uh, wrongdoing and basically uh, Joe Biden using American taxpayer money for his own interest and to cover up for his own dirt. So now we understand also why uh, Joe Biden is so uh, much um, interested and pro-helping Ukraine, how much uh, Ukraine knows about Joe Biden? Why everybody, a single actor, talking, a single witness, like in this case, Andrew Derkash, who has been labeled uh, by the American government as a Russian agent? Is Andrew Derkash a Russian agent or is he a key witness? Now we have to understand that every uh, source of sensitive information against uh, Joe Biden and every piece of sensitive information, which is also every evidence against Joe Biden as one single label. One is a Russian agent and the rest is Russian propaganda, like a Hunter Biden laptop. Doesn't matter how many uh, evidence we can leak to this uh, uh, discovery, we, it will be still a Russia propaganda as uh, I am a Russian agent for doing my journalistic work and uh, exposing actually t- facts to be truth. You are action agent as well, which make me honored even to be associated to you, by the way. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's uh, Rudy Giuliani became an Ukrainian agent. But this all comes to one conclusion. Everybody has been uh, talking about Russia uh, interference in American election 2016, but let's go back. Between 2014 and 2016, Joe Biden has been uh, to Ukraine at least uh, 12, 14 times. We are not, uh, all this was a strategy to deflect to the real interference in the American government and the American election. And we will see this is Ukrainian interference. And it's what Donald Trump was trying to expose. But of course, he became himself the target for. It, once again, outing facts proved today to be true. So we have a key witness, Andre Derkach, of course, labeled as a Russian agent. We have a, a, an eminent lawyer, with Giuliani, looking at those facts. And Simona, all of that are...
1: We're going to go to a quick commercial break here. And we'll be right back yes. with Simona Papadopoulos to help continue telling this extraordinary story. This is The Stone Zone, and we will be right back.
0: Hello everyone. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever, exclusive to Lindell TV, and that is we have the the, everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six-piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got um, we've got our right there. They are $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long stable, our new design on the right there. Those are, those are on sale too, but what the exclusive for, for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get, there they are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only, I believe there's three colors left six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here. And, uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six pack set. Otherwise, you call this number 800 858 0402. Use that promo code STONE. Uh, my operators are standing by. You're helping my pillow. You're helping yourself with these great products. And you can keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV.
1: This is Roger Stone. You know, Winston Churchill loved a good cigar. So did Jack Kennedy, Mark Twain, and other notables. Whether you're an occasional cigar smoker or a regular cigar smoker, you need to know about My Patriot Cigars. These are premium, handmade cigars out of Nicaragua, made with 100% long filler tobacco, aged at least three years, to give you the best possible smoke. Go to mypatriotcigars.com and use promo code STONE and you get 15% off. There's also free shipping for orders over $100. Every box of cigars comes with a $10 e-gift card for your next purchase. Yes, it's a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. Go to mypatriotcigars.com and don't forget to use the promo code STONE. Uh, There you have it, folks, My Patriot Cigars. And now, because of the Christmas holidays, it's actually 25% off your order. These are premium Nicaraguan long-leaf cigars. Uh, There's four different strengths, four different uh, blends, uh, one for every palate. The price is absolutely right. Uh, And now you not only get a 10% off coupon for your next order, but you get 25% off the entire price. Please go to mypatriotcigars.com. Okay, uh, we're now continuing uh, with so- Simona Mangianti uh, Papadopoulos, who is most definitely not a Russian. Uh, let's pick up where we left off. Uh, you were you were finishing to tell us about the plight of Mr. Derkacz. They've destroyed this guy's life because he's a whistleblower. Because he's come forward and told the truth about this entire Biden family scam.
3: Exactly. And it's a, a pretty much the same pattern of behavior they use for every single key witness or every single voice that is out there outlining the wrongdoing of Joe Biden. I think it's now time everybody uh, is aware, mostly um, this information mostly before the election of 2000, the upcoming election, because Americans must be uh, informed of uh, who is the person sitting and why there are all these uh, investigations uh, taking place against uh, not only Donald Trump, but every inch of his advisor and every each person standing up for the agenda, um, MAGA agenda pretty much it's uh, uh, everybody's guilty by association for believing into the message and the messenger. So we uh, experience uh, a lot of political target. Uh, we see a lot of political targets. And Derkash is definitely one of them. He became one of them. is uh, well-known by the, portrayed by mainstream media as a Russian agent, has been sanctioned by the United States. And uh, of course, his uh, uh, guilt has been to expose corruption once again.
1: So this is, uh, on a personal level, very important to me. I saw George uh, and you at mar uh, several weeks ago, a terrific uh, uh, premiere for the great film Police State by our mutual friend Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, and I must admit, George looked particularly well-dressed. Maybe that's because he's virtually identical to the one I was working. But look, I've been through the meat grinder, as he has, uh, and I know what the hardship is like. What has been the impact on George Papadopoulos, who did nothing wrong uh, but was, like me, prosecuted falsely by Robert Mueller, basically based on a complete hoax? How is he doing? How are you doing? What has been the impact on your lives?
3: Uh, Roger, this is has uh, uh, been a very tough time, uh, back on time, but uh, resilience has been uh, the winner. Uh, we recovered slowly from it but we'll never recover recover and we live with this awareness of always being under the big brother eye and this is something uh, really difficult to uh, live with day by day until administration will change until the deep state will be taken down until the they will drain the swamp because that's all it comes to accountability we know that we slowly recovered as you know George, uh, one thing about George uh, and you—you uh, you pointed out he became much more fashionable and even more handsome than before. <laughs> so, uh, actually, it was—I uh, love this picture you took in Marulago. And of course, when we talk about uh, uh, icons uh, of style, you are in first line about that, and you're very well, uh, very famous also in Italy. That now I learn you come from as well. Um, so uh, there are aspects that have been positive. Uh, I don't know, we have been in uh, a pattern of resilience, of recovering, but as I said, there is always this awareness, so there is this uh, big brother eye on everything he does and everything I do, and uh, it won't stop until the player, the, the one that did the wrongdoing, will be held accountable, and uh, they will drain the swamp, and there's only one way to get to that, and it's 2024, hopefully Trump will be elected again.
1: Yeah, I like to say that um, although my wife and I may be poorer materially, uh, from this entire experience, we are much, much richer spiritually. Uh, And when I've talked uh, openly about my faith, uh, about my redemption, about the fact that this entire scandal caused me to go back to the church, go back to my belief in God, uh, to get down on my knees and pray... I get mocked uh, by the by the mainstream media. Uh, They think this is very funny. Tell you the truth, uh, Simone, I don't really care what they think. I only care what he thinks, you know, Uh, it's changed my life in a very profound and I think positive way doesn't mean that I won't be pugilistic or pungent in my political commentary. I will. Uh, But I also understand uh, the role that divine intervention has to play in our upcoming election. I've never seen a more weaponized uh, establishment uh, coalition of government and media uh, arrayed against one man. It amazes me when I see President Trump, and I saw him last Friday night, uh, how strong he is, how resolute he is, how determined he is, how upbeat he is, how confident he is about victory. I mean, a, a lesser man... Uh, would have folded by now Uh, his his strength continues to inspire me and well my wife and I have been through hell Uh, that there is no question Uh, there are very few people uh, you and George uh, General Flynn and and his wife Paul and Kathy Manafort they understand what it is to be a, a political target and to have the unlimited resources of the federal government arrayed against you in an attempt to destroy you Well, you've done nothing wrong. I should add Carter Page to that list. Another person who's been abused. Go ahead.
3: That's so true, actually. Uh, you made a point about uh, being closer to spirituality and God, and that's uh, what we really hold on during that time. Uh, the As every political target knows, they bankrupt you. They have limited resources. So you are defending yourself from false accusations, and most of the time from set up. You have an entire uh, federal, federal agents who are not prosecuting Crimes. They are persecuting people, and they are making up crimes. They are literally setting people up for to just uh, shut them off. And this is so scary. That's uh, that's. I really believe that uh, the the only strength is in God, and uh, spirituality is a big, big part of our life as well. And uh, I agree. Um, the way Trump is uh, facing all of that is uh, so deeply inspiring and uh, gives hope. That uh, besides their means and their, you know, their power, uh, we can still help strong and uh, hope for a better future, which I I think uh, America deserves. Because as an Italian myself, I will always believe in the American dream. I just uh, came to live the American nightmare, so it's uh, it's kind of sad.
1: All right, we've got about one minute left. Let me say this. I'll tell you what I'd like to see, Simona. I want to see George Papadopoulos run for Congress. I think George Papadopoulos would be great in the United States Congress. He's smart. He's tough. He's articulate. He's exactly the kind of person that Donald Trump needs uh, to to, uh, take on the deep state uh, and to bring America back to greatness. So when you see him, please tell him that whenever he's ready to run, he has my endorsement and my full support. I'm kind of disappointed it's not happening next year, but there's always the future. He's a young man. I want to say to both him and to you, God bless you for your patriotism and your support of Donald Trump. And thank you so much for joining us Thank you so much.
3: And if George has an endorsement of Roger Stone, he has to do it. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to us. Thank
1: Thank you. you. All right, folks, that's it for today. I want to thank uh, our guests, Kenny Cody, and also Simona Dianti Papadopoulos for joining us here on The Stone Zone. I'm Roger Stone. Until tomorrow, God bless you and Godspeed.
0: Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all
3: your shopping done now while quantities last.